Don't you just love a good story? You know, we have a brain that's designed to think in story form. And that means you can reach your right fit clients by telling stories, using stories in, well, all of your content. And if you think you don't have any stories to tell, well, get set to find out otherwise on today's episode of She's Got Content. Get ready to learn how to mine your memory for stories. Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Content creators, are you aware that we humans are programmed to use stories to make sense of our world? And we then share that understanding with others, often through stories. Our thinking process revolves around stories, and it has been since humans have existed. So if you want to reach more people and connect deeply with them, then tell more stories. Personal stories, especially stories that evoke emotions in the listener, are really effective to connect with your audience. Whether it's written stories in a blog post, in your email newsletter, or articles spoken in a podcast or on video, these stories Your own stories, they're powerful, and they help grow your connection with your audience members. Audiences get to know you, like you, and ultimately trust you when you share your own stories from your experience, from your life, and let them see that you're a real live person who goes through the same things they do. The stories that you share They don't have to be a big over-the-top story, just those little moments, those slice-of-life moments from your life, from your past, or even recent, can be hugely powerful. Now, right about now, you might be thinking that you have no stories, or they're not compelling, they're not interesting stories. You don't think you have stories worth sharing. You might believe you've led a dull and and boring life, and who would want to hear about any of those things you've experienced anyway? Well, the answer is a lot of people. Your people want to hear your stories. Sometimes those stories are just so hidden in the recesses of your memory that you don't even know how to access them. You think you don't have stories. So today, we're going to talk about some prompts, some things that will help tickle those memory banks to help you remember your stories and your experiences. And when you do remember snippets of your life, you're going to want to write them down. Not the whole story. You want to write enough of the story to remember it so you can weave those stories into your content in the future. No, you don't need to write down the whole story from start to finish like you're going to send it off to be published as a memoir. But you do want to write down a little phrase, a summary, something to tickle your memory when you want to share that story in a future lesson for your people, 
or as some type of an inspiration connected to a point you're trying to make with your audience. And as I said before, that helps your audience understand that you're a human, that you're real, you're authentic, and that you've been where they find themselves now. And maybe not. Maybe you've even had it worse than they do. And somehow you've pushed forward off the good old struggle bus. So by telling your slice of life moments, you'll motivate and inspire your audience to do their best and help them overcome wherever they're finding it difficult right now. Yes, you do need to be vulnerable. One of the stories that I like to tell is about my most embarrassing moment. And I had the most open rates in one of my emails when I use that as the subject line, my most embarrassing moment. And my story was about growing up on a farm and being involved in 4-H. I had cattle projects that I showed at the county fair. And the absolute most embarrassing moment of my life was, I know, I can laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny then. So the most embarrassing moment was at the fair in the cow barn, where I ran into a wheelbarrow full of, yeah, you guessed it, cow manure. And that wheelbarrow jumped over completely on top of me. Turns out I hadn't seen it because I needed to have glasses. (laughs) And that was the impetus for me to have my eyes checked and ultimately led to the discovery that I needed to wear glasses. Yeah, as a kid, it was a hugely embarrassing moment when I ran into that wheelbarrow because there was an audience of people who saw it happen. But I did get up and I dusted myself off and life went on. It didn't stop. So sharing those kinds of moments can show, it can show number one, you're real. And number two, it's okay to have an embarrassing moment. And for instance, you might be doing a Facebook Live and your dog does something embarrassing behind you while you're on camera, or the kids run in half naked or say something embarrassing while you're on the camera. Maybe you forget to turn your phone off and it rings in the middle of a live stream and you're giving a presentation and you forgot what you're talking about. And that can be embarrassing, but you go on and you get through it. Share those moments with your audience. They don't want to think that you're perfect. They want to think, wow, if she can do this, if he can do this, then I can too. You want to tie back all of those embarrassing moments and show, hey, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all get embarrassed. But it doesn't have to be the end of the world. You dust yourself off and you keep going. So how can you remember those stories, those moments in your life that make the good stories? Well, today in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about several ideas that you can use to mine your memories and come up with some of the great stories of your past. And when you remember one of these stories or an instant, one of these little slice of life moments, just make a little, a little note, a little phrase, something that will help you remember it when you want to use that story in the future. For instance, it could be you write down the time I dumped the cheesecake onto the floor by accident. And yeah, that happened to me. Or the time I ran into the wheelbarrow and ended up with everything in that wheelbarrow on top of me. 
You just make those little notes because remember, they're your stories. You'll remember them when you're looking through your story bank or your list to come up with a new story for a piece of content. And maybe you need a story for a webinar, a Facebook Live, a podcast, an interview. Stories are great to weave into speeches. And you can use these stories of your own because they're unique. Stories are what make us unique. They make us stand out and be memorable. And they also make us human and therefore relatable with our audience. I just love stories and I love reading other people's stories. Turns out, I think the emails that I open the most consistently are from people who understand about how to use stories, and they use them in their emails. I love reading them, and I feel so much more connected to the people who write and share their stories. So here's how to get started mining your memories for those stories. First of all, I want you to get into a nice, quiet spot and get comfortable. And make sure you blocked off some time, at least half an hour, 30 minutes to start. You might even want to block off a few sessions over a few weeks once you get started. You can play some soothing music, or maybe you like something that's got a little more beat to it because maybe the music will trigger some memories. You just do you. I prefer to have it completely quiet. I don't want any distractions from the noise standpoint. So I like a nice quiet environment to be able to mine my memories. You can also light some candles or use some essential oils to set the mood. And then use these prompts here to get the memories tapped and to get started. And before you know it, there could be all sorts of memories, stories, incidents that come up to mind. Now, you do need to Write down or capture what comes up. Maybe you'll want to use a special journal, a notebook, something that you're going to designate as your story file. Just don't put them on a little sticky note or a piece of paper because it's just too easy to lose those little pieces of paper. And it will be like you never even did this exercise when you've lost them. So if you want to remember them, you want to write them down. Or put these stories into a Trello board or a Notion board or in Evernote or some other type of software and keep collecting more stories on that board. Watch it grow and grow with all the new stories you add. You could even use a Word document or a Google Sheet, a Google Doc, or someplace that you designate as your story file and just keep adding to it. You might have an idea or a memory or some other type of story that comes to you at another time when you're not doing this exercise, and you can just keep on adding to your file. So make sure that you capture all of these great stories because you don't want to go through this exercise of remembering all your great memories and then lose your piece of paper. So decide where you're going to keep them. And always consistently put all the stories into that one place. Okay, the first prompt, the number one prompt, is all about school. 
So think back to your school days. What were some outstanding moments in school? Like, what were some really, really good things that happened in school with your friends? What about field trip incidents, sleepovers, favorite subjects? Think about all of those different memories that might come up. And then think about what were some really awful things that happened. Disappointing grades, getting caught doing something you shouldn't have, disagreements with friends. There's so much to mine all the way from elementary school, middle school, high school, college, graduate school if you went there. Whatever school means to you, your favorite and your worst memories or stories. And while you're thinking about it, think about teachers. Think about moments with teachers that were very memorable, like who inspired you and why? And think about the stories that illustrate those answers. One of the professors that I can remember from college, Dr. McAllister, he was my chemistry professor. He gave me a job in the summertime one year, cleaning beakers, chemistry beakers of all things, in his chemistry lab, and oh my gosh, what an awful job that was, cleaning the chemistry beakers. And yet, he would talk to me when I was working in the lab, and he was actually one of the teachers, one of the people who convinced me. Well, convinced is probably a strong word. He helped me to realize that I had an ability, and he really encouraged me to go to medical school. If it hadn't been for that summer with him, I probably would not even have had the confidence or known what to do to apply for medical school. So he was pretty instrumental in me going down that path for medicine. And that's just a little story I've never told before. Well, until now. (laughs) And those sorts of memories, those sort of stories will just start to come up when you start doing this exercise. Be sure that you capture them, you write them down. Just make some type of a little note. You don't have to write down the whole story. That's for another time. So number one prompt is to think about school, school memories, favorite ones, not so favorite ones. I think you might even want to probably forget some of these memories, but write them down. Who knows? You may not use them. Write down who inspired you, which teachers and why, and what are the stories for that? Okay, number two, relationships. Relationship disasters or great relationships you've had or maybe still have. Think about those relationships. That can be friends, neighbors, roommates, coworkers, and it could be romantic relationships. It could be family. Just think about relationships and think about some slices of life that are stories under that topic. I can remember very early memories, and I must have been very young, but I can remember vacations that our family took with extended family members and all of those memories that came up when I started thinking about this exercise. I could create a great story around those memories of those relationships that evolved from spending summer times, weeks in the summer with family members. Maybe you went to camp and you developed camp relationships that really impacted you in some way. So number two is think about relationships that you've had in the past or perhaps have ongoing. Now, I'm kind of tiptoeing around, but a lot of these stories are illustrations for 
what emotions your memories, your stories evoke. And that's really good. So number three, we're going to think about scary moments. So number three is scary moments in your life. When were you scared? Have you had a health scare? Maybe you had a car accident. And maybe by the skin of your teeth, you almost were in an accident. So think about those times in your life when you were frightened. And maybe it's just from being scared from a movie. I can remember my husband and I watched Silence of the Lambs when we were on vacation. It was a spooky theater. And when we left there, we had to walk back to the hotel where we were staying. And it was windy and foggy and we really thought <laughs> there was going to be an incident on the way home. And it was kind of, it was spooky. And we often think about that. So those little stories will come flooding back to you when you think about the times maybe that you had been scared, sometimes that you had been afraid. So remember, number one was your school memories. Number two was your relationships. And number three, scary moments. Number four, and I touched on this a little bit, what are some of your past vacation moments? The good, the bad, the ugly. Think about where have you traveled? What people you've met when you were on vacation? What are some of the things you've seen or done while you were on a trip? What have you really liked about a vacation? And what was really sort of a disaster? Where would you never go back again? Maybe even more ideas start coming up for you with more stories when you start thinking about these trips that you've taken. You could talk about or remember where you'd like to go on vacation and why. What were some of the things that have happened to you on those vacations where you just can't wait to go back again or you were surprised about? And maybe maybe you've got a bucket list of places to visit and you've seen some of them and there are some stories from each of these places that you've crossed off the bucket list or maybe they got on your bucket list because of a story. So number four is vacations. Now number five what have been some life-changing moments where you learned some type of lesson along the way? Again, think about not just the good, but the bad, the hard lessons. The lessons, maybe there, there might even be multiple stories for this that you had to learn again and again. Like you had a lesson that you learned with one story, but you didn't really learn it. <laughs> you had to go through the same or similar thing again, and those are each stories. You want to really drill down to mine these emotions and the lessons for your audience. And maybe you learned a life lesson by watching how someone else struggled and how they eventually turned things around. Or maybe they never did. And you vowed that you do everything the opposite since you didn't want to go down that same path as they had. So this category could include some type of a pivotal moment in your life or someone else's where you decided you just have to do something different. Maybe that was health-related. Maybe it was business-related. Maybe it was relationship-related. You see how all of these prompts are kind of intertwined because, hey, it's your life. <laughs> 
So all of these things are just to stimulate your thought process, your memory, tickle those memory banks, get those neurotransmitters going so that you remember certain things that maybe are just sitting back there in the recesses of your mind. And number six, the last one I'm going to mention is to think about what successes, what failures can you tell a story about from your life? Where have you succeeded? Where have you failed? And that could mean anything. It could mean I succeeded in learning how to do watercolors or this hobby or that hobby. Or I picked up a paintbrush and I realized, hey, I am not meant to be a painter. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I won this lottery and I got a million bucks. That would be cool. That would be a cool story. It could just mean little wins, little wins about how you've been sitting around during the winter and you finally got up and you walked, took a walk with a friend. You've been wanting to get out and take a walk. And for one reason or another, whether you were unmotivated, it was too cold outside, you thought you might slip and fall, whatever, it's a little win. So those little wins and successes and failures is the sixth category. So I think that's enough prompts to get you started. So again, plan to do like a nice, quiet time, a place where you might be able to just not be interrupted by any rings or dings or notifications, other people, pets, and start going through this list. Okay, I'm going to give you those prompts again. One more time. Think about things that happened when you were in school. Think about stories about relationships you've had throughout your lifetime, scary moments, vacations, lessons learned, bounce back or pivotal moment from your life. And lastly, what stories can you remember and tell about successes, failures, wins? And if you want even more prompts for remembering stories from your life, I'm going to have you head over to my website where I wrote an article explaining how your sense of smell can trigger your past memories for even more stories. I'll include that link in the show notes so you can check that out too. And before I leave you today, I want to give a shout out to my content creator of the week, listener SK from NJ left a review on Apple Podcast, and in that, they wrote, so excited to hear all your content. Dr. Melissa Brown got me to open up my brain and create so I can help women feel better and get healthier. I'm not going to miss an episode. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for your kind words, SK from NJ. You and all the content creators out there are the fuel that keeps me going. Okay, so that is it for today. And until we meet next week, this is Dr. Melissa Brown. And you've got content. I want to make sure that you get it out there. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people 
so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcast and leave a review of the show, it would really make my day, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just-right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world. Thank you.